All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? Yeah, we're live. Um, this is Ken. Uh, the Folk 30 is with us. Uh, Ralph will not be joining us tonight, and neither will Kyle. Both have prior engagements. So, um, so yeah, but we didn't want to go a full week without at least covering the madness, the madness of last week. So, B and I decided to jump on here for uh, a few quick minutes to kind of just uh, do a quick recap and overview of what happened. Performances. Hopefully, see you guys next week. Um, before we jump into all of that, make sure you follow us on all those socials Twitter at Dead in Sports, uh, Instagram at Dead in Sports, definitely Instagram uh, because I do a lot of coverage there. Uh, update the games and then, of course, put any highlights on there as well. And uh, Facebook, Facebook, and also make sure you follow Off the Bench. Uh, they have five episodes total, they're working on more, but they cover the NBA. They go in depth, so follow them on uh, on Twitter as well. And um, and I think that's it. So yeah, so uh, I'm not gonna belabor that too much longer. But anyway, um, the tournament started, kicked off Thursday, and it was bananas. Like I think right out the gate. Um, wait, wait, no, Thursday was relatively calm. Be all hell didn't break loose until Friday, right? Right, Friday, 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 Friday was Friday crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Friday, Friday, we saw um, my pick to win it all. Michigan State go down, and my pick too. Michigan State was yeah. my pick too. Like, yeah, and, and and they didn't get it, man. They didn't damn get it. <laughs> like, I I literally burnt my brackets up when they lost. I was just like, what was the point of me really? You know, usually when you fill out a bracket, if you if you have a team that you pick to win it all and they lose, especially at early. Yeah, you might as well just, your brackets is done. Your brackets is a wrap. It's a wrap your brackets for those who never played before. Yeah, I was, I, I, man, honestly, I was shocked that they didn't come ready to play. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, I guess, thought that they were going to roll over Middle Tennessee State, and them boys came out with, with fire. Yeah, they, and they was hitting everything man like them boys came to play like they was not intimidated by michigan state ranked at all like they didn't care they they know they said they had a game plan they knew exactly what to do yeah and i kept waiting for that push like yep. I kept waiting for valentine to to take over the game he had 12 assists so he, he played well but he didn't impact the game i felt no he didn't he, he, didn't, he didn't impact it at all and it and i was it was kind of weird how like um I was surprised the way they did was hitting shots like that, that Michigan State kept playing in man-to-man -man and didn't go into a zone or, like, an extended zone because they was knocking down shots. Like, they were the Splash Brothers. Like, I, I was I was really surprised that Izzo didn't really make, you know, that many adjustments, you know what I'm saying, as far as as far as far defensive-wise. I was surprised by that. Yeah, I think the other thing that, that kind of caught me off guard a little bit was the fire. Like, the only person that, that played with any type of passion – was um what was his name the 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 light skinned kid with the curly hair he yeah yeah and he was the only one that like when he hit a three I think either to tie or put them up like one um you know we you saw can, like he was you can tell he was, he was he was really he was really desperate like that was like they was really pushing it hard man you know you could tell like you said you could tell he really wanted 
to try to win and be like, let's not be, let's not get upset if fellas, what y'all doing? So right, and he was the only one. Nobody else yeah. joined in that fight. Like, like you said, you just you 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 was waiting for Valentine to just be like, all right, this is my senior year. I'm laying this. This is the tournament. I'm laying this all out on the line. Let's go, team. Let's put the team on my back and let's go. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I, I was. I was shocked, and I, I think they were. They were shocked as well. And you know, that was it. I'm pulling up the brackets now, so um, we'll see what else we had. So uh, Yale, Yale beat Baylor, which I actually picked Yale in another in another um another bracket I did just for kicks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did have Baylor winning. I didn't think they were gonna let them boys come in there and beat them like that. Um, but shout out to Yale. I mean, I think they were another team that came in and they played with a lot of fire and passion and they really believed that they could beat that team. And he went out and did it. Yeah, another one. I was another one that came down, you know, that was a good game, I guess. A good, really hard fought game was uh I think it was a second round game in Wichita in Florida. That was a good one. I, I thought Wichita, yeah, because you know, I, I thought Wichita was gonna pull out the upset and, and still, you know, you know how Wichita always be like that lower seeded team that always Wichita in Miami. Yeah, yeah, Wichita in Miami. I was say that was a good game. That was a good hard fall game where you know it looked like Wichita, they really had Miami on the ropes, like they really did. So mm-hmm. um that was a game I thought I was gonna come out with an upset. Um I thought um it was another one uh hawaii and maryland i thought hawaii was about to come out and, and, and pull off an upset on that one but maryland prevailed which i think i had them going in my brackets as well i think i had them in kansas meeting that and then i had kansas losing to um maryland um i mean i had maryland losing to kansas so that was that was another tight one um and then the, the game i expected indiana and kentucky i nope. I was like, don't be surprised if Indiana go out there and, and hit Kentucky dead in the mouth, and which they did. And, you know, Calipari can complain all he want, but, hey, and talk about how Indiana is underseeded and all that little stuff. You, you still got to go out there and play the game. You still got to go out there and perform and play to the competition. So that was that was, that was was a good one. Um, Xavier in Wisconsin, that's another one because I think I had Xavier going to the Sweet 16. I think I actually had them beating Wisconsin. But um, Wisconsin prevailed. They 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 got the W and and and, and put it out, man. I, I was like, wow, y'all just tearing my brackets just all up. Um, and it's it's funny because you know you know I, I this is this is all it takes is one game in the NCAA tournament. You know when Michigan State lost to uh, Middle Tennessee um, University, I was like, man, watch watch Middle Middle, Middle Tennessee State get popped by Syracuse, and look what happened. Syracuse beat them. They beat them by like 25 or 30 points, if I'm not mistaken. I think the score was like 78 to 50 or something like that. It, all it takes is one game. You know, if you if we if if college tournament was to have a series, we would have number one seeds probably almost every time in the final four. But because I guarantee you, if Michigan State would have played, you know, Middle Tennessee State University, outcome would have been a little different. Time is would have been a little bit more ready. That's one thing you have to learn too about some of these about the tournament. A lot of these schools that play these, you know, no, you know, no name schools that got three or four year, you know, guys on there, they're not familiar with them. So sometimes when you're getting caught with something you never seen before, or you know, defense or just type of players, you know, you know, you don't really scout the players, you don't know the players that well, opposed to if Michigan State's playing an Iowa or Purdue or Ohio State, you know, you, you that's familiar. You know, saying so you used to certain guys that you scouted. That you know the coaches looked at, but when you're looking at a school, coaches throughout the whole year is not looking at a school like 
Middle Tennessee State University. So they're, they're not going to know stuff about certain players that you're not going to know. So that which also plays a big role in the coaching. That's why coaching plays a big role in these, you know, the, the March Madness because you have to learn how to make those adjustments. You got to make those adjustments within minutes, within the half, within whatever. Because you know sometimes you're not going to be familiar with these guys and these teams that you've seen. So sometimes that that's another reason why you see a lot of these, you know, big name schools get upset about these no name 14, 13, 11, 12 C's because. They're not used to seeing them on a regular basis, opposed to of a Kansas City, a Kentucky. You know, even though it's different conferences, but still, you you know you know who to scout. You know who's the five star, who's the four star guys on your team that you're gonna have to take a look out for. They strength, their weaknesses. But when you face a school named Wichita State or you know Middle Tennessee State University, you looking like you know, coach, what the heck? You know, it it, it can. It's crazy, man. People gotta understand that with this NCAA tournament stuff. Sometimes that's why you get a lot of these upsets. So. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, it was. I think another one that that um God just had. Oh, Arizona Little Rock. Talk about a choke. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, man. Man. That, Hagen showed out, and I'm gonna give him all the props in the world because he has some big shots, but no way in hell Purdue should have lost that game. You know, and, and for them to just choke down the stretch like that was was crazy to me, man. But pressure, man. And I think we're seeing that, like, in this tournament, when so much is on the line, a lot of these guys start folding under pressure. And even when they have superior talent to the other team, mm -hmm. and the other team is executing really, really well because they have to execute really, really well because they don't have superior talent. Right. You know, their talent can't overwhelm this team because all of a sudden, you know, they're playing and they're staying in this game and you can't grab a hold of it. And pressure starts to to, to sit in and next thing you know you're in a dog fight for the rest of the game so yep that's what happens um, man. that's what happens that's 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 why i love march madness that's why i love it um i'm really surprised the way you know oregon's trying to look like they deserve a one seed because if that would have been one team i would have taken out of the one seed maybe and put michigan state in the one seed it would have been probably oregon but they shown that they proved to be there. Um, what you think about? I think what you think about the Duke and Oregon matchup. I actually have Oregon beating them. Okay. Uh, wait, 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 wait. No, yeah, 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 yeah. I do. Yeah, I do. Mainly because I like Ingram. Ingram is really growing on me. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know how I feel about Grayson Allen. I think that Duke can ball, but I think uh, they don't. They don't have much of a bench. And I think eventually, at some point, that's going to catch up with. I, them. Yep. I was just getting ready to say. I was going to say it too. I think. Duke's, I think Duke's problem this year that even I don't think Coach K can handle is that you're right, depth. I don't. I think them not having a lot of depth on the team this year, I think it's going to definitely catch up with them going deep into this tournament. If they get past – if they happen to get past Oregon, I will, I'm surely sure, and we're going to talk about this next matchup, they're not going to get past either Texas A&M or Oklahoma, which they also play as well, and I'm definitely looking forward to That's one of the – marquee games that I'm definitely looking for because you know I'm a, I'm definitely a huge fan of of um Bobby Hill and and I've been I've been praising him since all season and yeah every time when Q was like Simmons Simmons I'm like look man dude I I like dog watch an Oklahoma game man I'm telling you I, I kept trying to tell Q like yo <laughs> this dude is a stud man like don't get it twisted he like you said he got that fire he got that killer instinct he's the type of dude that we didn't we never saw in Simmons throughout this season that when the game is on the line, he's like, give me the ball. Give me the – I better get the possessions. I think 
This past game, I think when they played on um, VCU, he scored 20, was it 21 of the last 26 points? Like, that, that I, I might be off. I might be off just a little bit as far as the numbers-wise, but somewhere around that ballpark. But that dude, he is the guy where he's like, look, give me the rock. I'm going to take us home. You know, Ben Simmons, he's never showed us that. As talented as Ben Simmons is, you know, he just doesn't have that, all right, team. Rather, if it's a good pass or a good, you know, as FIFA would say, good basketball play, I just don't see that in Simmons yet. He's a great talent, great, great talent. Not taking that away from him. But, man, Oklahoma, man, Bobby Hill from Oklahoma. Buddy, buddy. Buddy, buddy Hill from Oklahoma. Dude, that dude is he, – he, he's a killer. He's definitely a killer. So, I'm def- – Texas A&M, man, do not sleep on their defense, man. Them, them, them dudes, they can lock up. They can so that's that's a marquee game. I think they play on the 24th, March 24th. Um, I am definitely looking forward the most this weekend out of that out of the Sweet 16 games is the Oklahoma and Texas A&M game. Yeah, I think it will be an interesting matchup, and I actually have them two playing against each other. Um, all, all you know in the next round. Uh, well, afterward, yeah, in the next round, and um, so that's going to be a, a great matchup. Real quick though, how in the hell? Well, we saw it, but. Talk about a choke job, and I hate to say that because they're college kids. Yeah, but Northern Iowa, I was stunned that they blew a twelve point lead, forty four seconds left. Yeah, man. Yeah, they did. But see, like I said, that goes into people sleep. You know, even though the game was eighty eight ninety two, which is kind of considered high scoring in college standards, but Texas A and M, man, when they when they need to lock down. They can lock down. So, I mean, but you're right, though. Yeah, Northern Northern Iowa, they had that game. They had Texas A&M beat. They had them beat. And, like, you you, you got to close – especially in tournament time, you got to close out, you know, these type of games to advance to the next round. But that's why I'm like, man, it's Texas A&M and Oklahoma can really be interesting if Texas A&M can play the type of defense I know they can play. You know what I'm saying? And Buddy Hill, you know, that's just another, you know, another – puzzle he's gonna have to solve offensively to see can he crack that texas a&m defense another matchup this is like i call this the matchup of the lower seeds you got um gonzaga and syracuse so i mean gonzaga is 11 seed and syracuse is a 10 seed or a 12 seed i think but um you know it's something about that Bayheim zone man he's been so he's been one of those coaches that can still run that same great two three zone but I mean, as far as long as I've been watching college basketball, he is always perfected. And it's like it's funny because when I watch it, I just be trying to look at like the way them they rotate in the zone, just the way they play. It's like, damn, like it's so good. And the fact that he won, you know, a championship, I think a couple of championships off of that is crazy to me. So, you know, Gonzaga's they always Gonzaga's always been one of the teams to where to me, I've always felt. The reason why they always do good in tournament time sometimes is that they they are so they like almost like a San Antonio Spurs but without the championship of college basketball. They're so disciplined every time. They never get clustered. They never like panic. You know, regardless of they can be down by 15 with a minute 50 a minute and 50 seconds left and they still playing like the game is close. Like they just they are so disciplined every time. That's one thing I've always admired about Gonzaga is that they discipline. So it's gonna be interesting seeing. You know, that's another thing I like about NCAA tournament. It's like you get so many different clashes, styles from, you know, as you start to watch the tournament, as you start watching and getting to know these teams a little more. It's like you see the clash of styles of these squads that they have. It's like how is the discipline of Gonzaga going to handle, you know, the discipline of, of Syracuse defensively with that zone? So 
that's going to the, the battle of the low seeds, man. The battle of the, of the lower seeds is what I'm calling that game. So I want to see who's going to advance to play the winner of uh, Iowa State and Virginia. Yeah, the one thing I'm looking for is I like that Sabonis kid from Gonzaga. Yeah. And, um, and I shouldn't have picked against them. I did. Uh, who, who did they play? Let me see. Seton Hall. Um, but, you know, I, I think they played the big but I, I should have been. I, I've seen these guys. Like I watched Gonzaga play way more than I've seen Seton Hall. And Sabonis, man, Sabonis, the kid can play. He's a he's a traditional low post big man, and um and and he he can get it in. Um, let's see. But okay, so standout performances. We'll get to Buddy Hill. Um, who else stood out for you in, in this tournament? Because last week we talked about who's going to be that guy that's going to pop on the scene and make a name for themselves. We know Buddy Hill has already already had a name for himself all year, and he probably just amplified it a lot more. Was there anybody else that stood out to you? Mm, not as much as Buddy <laughs> Not as much as Buddy Hill. Oh, man. And some of them I can picture a face. I just can't think of their names. Like, because yeah. um, so many players. Um, I think um, – and when I'm, I'm thinking about guys that has the potential to go to the next level, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't get a chance to really see him play a lot, but Dunn, Chris Dunn. Uh, okay, 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 Dad. Okay. Yeah, he, he he stood out to me. Even though they got they got mashed by, by North Carolina in the second round, he didn't go away. <laughs> oh, 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 you you felt his presence. You knew he was yeah. you knew he was gonna be, you know, there. Like you you knew about him once that once that once that game was over. Yep, yep, he didn't go away. So and that and that that's what I was looking for with some of these guys that you know we're looking at as NBA players. Chris Dunn, what are you gonna do? Like you're you are in this tournament, the game's on the line, and your team needs you to make a play. And 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 against USC, he made just enough plays to keep them in the game for them to be able to steal it at the end off of the inbounds play. But without Chris Dunn, they wouldn't have been in that position. Right. And for how you know they managed to hang with UNC, but UNC just eventually just overwhelmed them uh, and with the talent, and they just they just fell apart. Um, I think that so he was one. That was pretty much it. Um, but Buddy Hill, man, man, look, I I've seen this guy play this year, and he's always been been good. But what he did Sunday was. So, so spectacular. It was so amazing to watch. And if you guys can go find the game, watch that second half. Oklahoma was up by 13. And another guy that played well was Lewis. Um, Jay Lewis. I can't think of his first name. Um, but he kept bringing him back. He was the point guard. He kept bringing him back and made play after play. When that game got tight, Buddy Hill just took over. And we're talking about when he was taking his shots, they were it was nothing but net. Mm-hmm. He rarely hit the rim. And it was, it was, man, I, I'm sitting there, I'm, you know, I had just finished eating on Sunday dinner. I was at my in-laws, and we were just sitting down watching the second half of the game. And I, you know, I that started to get a little, 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 little sleepy because the meal started to sit on me. And uh the game was a blowout. And then all of a sudden, Buddy Hill started going to work, man, and it just all of a sudden, I became – I was all in the game, man. For a while, he had five or six. And, like you said, 21 of 26 down the stretch. And it was 
simply amazing. He did not run from the rock. He wanted it. He literally beat VCU by himself. Quick, I know you asked me a question about who I thought was a standout, even though they lost, but I felt um, point guard from Kentucky. Uh, Tyler. Oh, you. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> like you said, guys that can play in the next level, I, I, I think he – he he bought out. He definitely bought out. Um, even though, like I said, it was a losing effort against Indiana, but he kept them boys. He was hitting some shots and going to the rack. I was like, oh my god! Like, is this dude serious? So, yeah, it was. Thomas laid out the blueprint, man. He laid out that. He laid out that blueprint, didn't he? Yeah, he did. I mean, he's, a guy. he's so fiery. You know what I'm saying? He's such a fiery dude, man. I love that about little guard. You know about point guards and little guards. They they got that fiery like attitude, just that animal, that animal in them. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Yeah, because it's always been guys, you know, around this height that's been in the NBA that played. You know, Nate Robinson, of course, the, <laughs> the definitely the Muxy Bolts, and um, God, there's another guy, but um, they. They've never really had a role like Isaiah Thomas that I can recall. Nope. Um, they've always been kind of like compliment pieces. Isaiah Thomas is arguably a star or a budding star. And, you know, he's made a name for himself. So now people are going to look at a guy like Euless and look at what he was able to do in this tournament against competition. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you know, this guy, we can give him a shot because we have a framework to build upon. And I think that that matters. That's why I was so disappointed in Ben Simmons. Like, we see guys in this tournament playing against other guys that's going to be, well, yeah, almost at his level. And Ben Simmons has all, all the talent in the world. He's not even playing he, the tournament. He's not playing, he's not playing on the biggest stage of college right now. Right. Why run from that? You go to you could have went anywhere, Kentucky, Duke. You had pick it a litter, but you cho you chose to go to LSU, and you know you, to me you just took the easy way out. But anyway, but like you said in 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 uh, earlier, can but Ben Simmons do what Buddy Hill did, or what Chris Dunn did, or what Euless did? We didn't see that all year long and it was disappointing but but buddy man i'm telling you guys right now go check that out it was it was special and i don't think enough people were talking about it because of the the moment of that game you 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 were up 13 and now they, they're trying to steal it from you yeah and he had big shot after big shot after big shot and um it, 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 it was something man and it was like every time he, he put the ball up i was like that's money that's money and and it, it went in. I think he was like seven to ten or something in the second half for like twenty nine points. He had seven and a half times. He just exploded. And they there was nothing they could do. They got to a point where they double teamed him. They had to double him. Yep. I think they waited too long. It was a little too late. But spectacular, man. So anyway, um that's gonna do it for us, man. We're gonna go ahead and get out of here. Um real real yeah. quick. Okay, so real quick. Oh, yeah. So, uh, like, quick predictions. Anybody? Okay, let me let me pull up, let me pull up let me pull up the uh, the games for you. Okay. Who plays who? And just quick predictions. Okay, so we got um Kansas and Maryland. Kansas. Uh, Miami Villanova. Miami. Okay. Why is this not going? What the heck is going on? Trying to. 
And really, I think that I think they their guards, Rodriguez. Um, I think he's gonna be a make a bit of a difference in that game. Okay, Virginia, Iowa State. Um, Virginia. Gonzaga, Syracuse. Oh, this one is tough. Um, because I picked Syracuse to win in the first round because of the zone. Um, I had them actually. I didn't. I didn't think Gonzaga would beat Utah, but they did. They destroyed Utah. Um, I'm going with Syracuse, man. Um, or, or I think you said you pick Oregon over Duke. Yeah, yeah, I had Oregon. Texas A&M, Oklahoma. I like. Uh, Jalen Jones, I think that's the name, and Eddie House Jr., mm-hmm. but they're not Buddy Hill, and uh, <laughs> and I think he's gonna make it make a difference in that game. But they are tough, man. Yeah, I got Oklahoma in this one. Uh, North Carolina, Indiana. I think Indiana might get them, dog. Think Indiana might get them. I got I got Indiana as well too. Got to represent Big Ten. Um, Georgia Dame and Wisconsin. I'm gonna go with Notre Dame. I'm gonna go with Notre Dame. I'm going with Wisconsin on that one. So, but yeah, that's it. That's that's the Sweet Sixteen right there. We see who's gonna make it to the Elite Eight. Wait, so who you had in? Wait, so I didn't get your picks with Kansas, Maryland. Oh, um, I got Kansas. And uh, yeah, give, give us your your picks. I got Kansas. Yeah, I got I got Indiana. I got Wisconsin. Um. I got uh I got Miami against Villanova, and I have I got I'm I'm a, I'm a roll the dice like I'm gonna go with Iowa State over Virginia over number one seed. Um I got um and I got Gonzaga over Syracuse. Oh and then one more um I got I got Oregon over Duke and I have Oklahoma over Texas A and M. All right, cool, cool. All right, y'all. Well, we're gonna get out of here. Like I said, um, no full show tonight, but we just wanted we'll be to back uh, next week, though. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, LeBron won't be unfollowing any more people on social. I know, media. right? Yeah, he's such a big baby, man. Oh my, man, we got to hold that conversation for all of us on because I know, man, such he's a, like such a big baby, man. Like he just wants so much attention. But okay, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but he's starting to get on my nerves with that shit. <laughs> like, yeah, man, it's like, come on, man, like. Oh, I'm, I'm, I guess we just too old school for that. <laughs> so I don't know. We just we just too old school for it. But, um, yeah, I guess it is a conflict. I love to hear what people has to say about it too, because Kyle, no, Kyle is old school as well. So I kind of know his position. But um, but anyway, um, all right, y'all, we out. Peace. Peace.